0: Love, talk, radio. because you didn't come here to make the choice you've already made it you're here to try to understand why you made it i thought you'd have figured that out by now hey, hey. hey uh, welcome to the terrible hour and i'm Ann one thank you for um joining us and whatnot, and happy Valentine's Day weekend. Let me get that out the way. In fact, we're gonna kind of build on that concept of what's going on um, out there at this time of love, shall we say, and whatnot. So, definitely, thank you for joining us. Of course, visit the main website, myastrologycoach.com. Take your time; um, a lot of things on there. And go to the events tab and identify <laughs> what it, what it is on the events tab that. You would love to participate in that you know you're going to participate in. And what we have coming up is the um, spring equinox and it's in Florida this year. Uh, so it's going to be fun, it's going to be magical. Give it new worlds and it's on our itinerary and whatnot. You got the beach, you have the water element, the sun, of course. It's going to be really great. And this year on an equinox, something rare is happening. Um, it's going to actually be an eclipse. And the Pisces, if I'm not mistaken, 29 Pisces, right before the sun goes into zero degrees Aries. And that is a very, very powerful cosmic phenomenon. And it uh, really has the um, responsibility as the light, as a soul, as the intelligence that occupies us, which we know can be, um, as always, equated to light, electricity. We carry a static charge. We carry brain waves. We carry nerve impulses. And we're just balls of energy. We're matter and energy, of course. And we have to know that we are um, divinely connected with this cosmic phenomenon of space that we're in right now. Although it may be daytime, but you know at nighttime, it is nothing but the vast darkness of space. And we're traveling around the sun and it looks like, you know, sunrise, sunset. And we're going somewhere. We're having the experience because the planet is moving, the solar system is moving. The sun is moving around its orbit. Some can say our solar system is traveling around the Milky Way galaxy. In that beautiful Milky Way galaxy, that spiral that looks like a cosmic hurricane. Okay, i a got a coin Cosmic hurricane. When you look at that, that is another swirl of motion. It, too, is going somewhere, our Milky Way galaxy. So then we have the universe, of course. And when we look at everything that precedes the universe, so we come down to this particular spectrum, everything is in motion. So I think we can probably draw the conclusion that the universe, too, is in motion as well. Where is what is it moving around, if anything, is even outside of it? about the universe or how I define it. It's every possible thing that the human mind can think of as the universe. Very same as your imagination. Okay? Anyway, I got to get in with this energy. We'll talk about it today. And we'll take a little different approach, all right? We'll take a little different approach. I'm saying that to say, get in alignment. Visit Mac, myastrologycoach.com. Get on the adventure pass. Figure something out, because even in the summer, we take you to the mysterious mountain shops there. And we we'll talk about this right here, because I understand. See, in Florida, we're doing Operation uh, Release your Seal. All right, and you will be jumping out of the airplane. Okay, and and, and that some people is just insane, not doing it because they fear. That's the only thing I can really think of, honestly, and and I understand it. But anyway, it's for releasing the fear. You'll have one hell of an um, adrenaline rush. That's for sure. All right? And you want amp your consciousness up, coming and descending down to the earth plane like you did as you traveled as a soul. So when you travel as a soul or light or how we know it in this universe, technically when we make an observation right now, the human sexual expression we see that man is on woman, woman is on man, and this light gets ejected, gets ejected from man into woman. And woman receives this light and gives it a charge. Literally. So we know mom is in control of the emotional programming of the of the child. The divine manifest in it is her herself. In Hebrew, we call it the Shekinah, the manifestation of the Creator. Yes, in Hebrew and the Judaic aspect in Judaism, God has a feminine half that they not only, not only mention that the general populace really don't know, but they love the Shekinah. The Shekinah comes down today, Friday, the Shabbat Sabbath, the Divine Woman who lights the candles 18 minutes before sunset, 18 minutes. And this is a very, 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 very important thing to do. You see, we have to start looking at, you know, in a sense when it comes to economics, who's willing, who, who's winning, who's been from slavery and have a nation state, who have been from the face of genocide, shall we say, and have a nation state. Israel. Right? Israel. See, we can't be ignorant and think that God is not this all law is all knowing. Again, I'm going to tell it to those of us who believe in this higher divine intelligence. We can call it source field, we can call it God, whatever it is. This higher intelligence. Maybe the intelligence that put all of the planets in motion and set the seasons in terms of the nighttime and the daytime and the elements, the composition that's in it. Right? Maybe that's intelligence. The grand desire. Well <laughs> if we believe in this divine then everything everything is done by the permission of the divine, because the divine is all wise and all knowing. So, this takes us to scripture in the beginning, where so much valuable, valuable information that when God created everything, it was good, and He created the lights, and it was good. And the next day, God created all the waters on earth and he saw that it was good. And keep putting this emphasis on good, 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 good. That's very important. That's very important. Very important. Because when you step into what we call in science the quantum model, the quantum reality, But everything is a possibility. See, when we say something cannot happen, especially when we look at it in subject matter, um, to say what the creator can't do, and that's okay if you're cool with that. If you can give orders to the creator and tell it what it can't do, I would like to actually study it. That's interesting to me, you know. But anything is a possibility. That's the model, model. All right. So anyway, let's let's get into some let's get into some. Valentine's Day, yeah, I want y'all to know, um, comes from generally speaking, it's like an Easter thing cosmically, but Valentine's Day is set uh on February the fourteenth. And usually, usually when anything is set or it can be measured, so everything that is set on the same day every year is a solar Point reference like your birthday. Full so point reference meaning every year the sun is exactly in this position. If you are a Taurus, then every year when the sun gets back at this exact degree, it's your birthday. Okay, that's what a birthday is. You're celebrating one journey around. We love our birthdays so much, but when we look at human being experience, let's look at it like. Uh, you're looking at a movie screen and you see the solar system. You see a sun in the middle, all this darkness. You see the sun in the middle, right? Then out from the sun, you see Mercury. And then you come on out a little bit. You see Venus, which is right before us. Then you come over to Earth, right? We see this little solar system. And we're all spinning around the sun and we're having birthdays, (laughs) okay? So... The truth of the matter is, since we're spinning around the sun, then, and we know the sun is the life force for planet Earth, we know that. It's just the life source, right? We know that it's very, very essential that we have sun. Turn the lights out on the sun, eight minutes later, the Earth's going to be completely, what they say, dark, and it's lights out, literally. So... The sun gives gives us what we call vitality, our life force. We know that. Look at the trees. Look at the grass, which reflect green, right? And on Valentine's Day, the sun is in Aquarius. Aquarius energy is the age that you're in right now, right now, right? You're in the Aquarian age. A little homework assignment tonight could be, Go really look at the um the age of Aquarius or the sunshine in uh, the fifth dimension old school music. the fifth dimension literally as a song so the albums the age of Aquarius and um the sunshine in and really 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 um understand the concept that um, <laughs> we live in dimensions. <laughs> So we live in dimensions, and we have to unlock these dimensions. All right, because these dimensions are really dimensions um, that are states of consciousness, all right, in order that you must unlock in order for you to have the experience. Let me tell you this there is really no such thing as the mental insane, There's no such thing as that. Because what a person is seeing in their mind, you can't tell them that it is not real. It's not a real phenomenon that's taking place. Now, what you can say is the this behavior is just disgusting and it's morally unethical and he's a savage, she's a savage. You can say that. That's fine. Because you need to have certain rules and safety precautions in place in order to preserve your life. That's natural. So surely you don't want a lunatic who's screaming and trying to eat your children when you walk when they walk down the street or something and praying. You know what I mean? Absolutely, I understand that. Understand that. Understand that. But hear me. I don't have no disagreement with that. Hear me closely. What is the reality that the person is seeing in their mind? What is this reality that we see in our own mind? Just the reality that we are creating. Are we in the age of enlightenment? Been in it. And this is the time where you start to question your soul. What is your soul? What's your soul's mission? What's your connection to the source? What's your connection to God? When the planet's spinning around the sun, where are we going and why are we going there? Is something there waiting for us? Is something pulling us there? Is something pushing us there? Does something demand that we go there? What's going to happen when we get there? Are we going to stay there? Are we going to move again? There's a divine dance that's at work here. So the sun is in the Aquarius. It's on Valentine's Day. If you remember, last year was perfect. Last year was about... The full moon actually came on Valentine's Day. So when we look at that cosmic phenomenon, that means the moon is in complete opposition to the sun. That means the moon is in Leo, the lion, which deals with love, which deals with children, which deals with fun, romance, creativity. It is your God force, so much so that a group of people decided to build a sphinx, literally a sphinx, one of the greatest marvels on the, on the earth, probably number one, hands down, built a sphinx. It had it facing the Leo constellation. It had it facing the eastern horizon. So when Leo rises, it lines up. That's the energy of the love center. See, what I want y'all to do is put your quantum glasses on for a minute. You were born on a certain day when the earth was spinning around the sun. Now, draw a circle in your mind. Uh, Draw a circle and put a dot in the middle of the circle. The dot is actually the sun, In the circle, the circle in the dot, is your path around the sun, okay? Now, on that path, as you're facing the sun, which imagine... 365, or technically, really, half of that, right, half of that. So imagine what is it, 186, right, I'm sorry, 182, 182, let's just say 182 parallels, 182 spokes or 182 pairs around the wheel, looking like a cosmic pizza. The sun is in the middle, all right. I want you to draw a line to it. And then on the other side, somebody going to draw a line to it because we all have birthdays within this calendar or this circle, okay? And our birthdays simply reflect the light of the sun. So you're radiating light. Okay. So since you're on this quantum wheel in space, because okay, that's what's happening. You see these 182 different spokes, these pairs. On one side is this. On the other side, it's the opposite, right, like a slice of pizza, right? Some people you can see straight across from you. Some people are going to be a little bit to the side, not a direct 180. So any direction you're facing, you're facing, let's just say that's 180 degrees straight, Slightly turn to the left, just a little bit, just a little bit. Let's say now you're at 179 degrees, not quite straight at 180. Turn a little bit more to the left, just a little bit, a little bit more, and you're about at, let's say, 100. But let's say we can now be at 160 degrees. So as we turn away from that initial straight line, You understand? These become the different angles or ways that we actually will see people who were born on this side of the wheel. So the best analogy I could ever give you is the wall clock, okay? And the wall clock is say, in the center is the sun. Or even if now we don't put it in the center, let's just say on Valentine's Day, let's look at this. The sun is in Aquarius, the 11th sign. So let's put the little hand at 11. The moon, full moon, when it's in opposition is in Leo, which is at 5 o'clock. So it'll look like 1125 on the wall clock. That is direct opposition. These opposite points also represent somebody's birthday in which we see each other. So now let's put our lives inside of a circular clock. Not linear time, a circular clock. Okay, your real clock of destiny. So the different angles of light, because that's all a person is—is light. We know that. Only thing you got to do is go rub your feet on some carpet and touch a piece of metal. You're gonna feel the electrical shock. So you are light, but you're an angle of light. So as you in this wheel. Wouldn't it be nice to know, wouldn't it be nice to know what angles of perceptions or what birthdays I get along with that life just may flow a little bit more differently and better for me? That's the question. And I always say this. Do we really know love? Do we really know our connection to cosmic force? Do we even really do we really know that these seasonal elements changes are what we call biological rhythms? Because it does. Everybody know that. We can just say the springtime, summertime, sit back and watch people flow. It's a different vibration. We know that. Here we know it, right? Okay. One of the biggest things that get me, y'all, is this. I can't understand for the life of me. And I'm going to have to grow into it. And I and I understand a lot of stuff, but I don't understand this. I really don't. Is... When you have astronomers who know the distance of a star, who knows the composition of the star, how long it's been burning, and they only know this based off of building devices, satellites, and being able to um, send radio waves from a location, from a satellite to the object and measure the distance, force and things of that nature to determine the characteristics of a star. That's pretty wonderful. That is excellent. That is beautiful. But then do not understand how the same star that they're measuring, that's what they do their whole life. Advanced mathematics, looking out telescopes, calculating stars, the composition of the star, what type of star it is, how long it's going to burn, when it burn out or explode, what will it do then, and we subtract the possibility of that event or whatever it is doing having an effect on human consciousness. That is the most absurd thing I could ever think of. I don't even understand how you ponder the thought when you go that far to study the phenomenon. In fact, when you look at it, the stars are pulling on you. They're not bothering you. They're, in a sense, like they're not coming to study you. You don't know that. You can't prove that the stars are studying you, and surely I'm not saying that. But when you're studying the stars, then you have to know that that energy is pulling on you. And they do; they're pulling on you because when you was ejected into this reality and you took your cosmic breath, what you think you were breathing? You was breathing solar air, cosmic dust particles. Why you think it's so much dust in the house? You just like the house just ain't dusty and it comes from wood and I'm like where'd that come from? You know what I'm saying? You can dust it and then it'll come back. Where do it come from? Man, you in the you in the darkness of space full of light. Full of light that has light particles, dust particles, and it penetrates physical matter that's in your house. You see it? <laughs> you can really, really, really start to ponder this when you let a ray of light come through the blind and you see that white ray of light and then study that ray of light and really look closely and look at what's in the light having little interactions and you'll see dust again. I'm saying that I'm saying all that to say. That from a cosmic phenomenon, what a coincidence. So we build this we build this things. We build this thing. It's we know that Leo represents love. That's the vibration that people give off when their son is in front of their region of space when they're born. Personality types, like the like the seasons change. Alright? So the moon and Leo, Sun and Aquarius, opposition, these two represent masculine and feminine forces. Alright? Son, dad, moon, mom. We know this. So it really represents a time where you on the earth are to get in balance with yourself because when the sun is setting or half that, then you'll see the full moon, and one will be depending on which way you're facing. One will be on one side, another will be on the complete other side. So the earth is observing a balancing phenomenon where technically the full moon is symbolizes when you can see the full face of the moon, which could appear to be a circular object. And the other time is in phases of the circle. All right. <clears throat> so the circle, the circle of life, the heart, because that's where the circle is. That's where the Leo Center is at. I know a lot of people who get, we get emotional over um, holidays, When we start to have uh, an awakening And You cannot do that Don't do that I think I'll tell you what you cannot do You should not do that Because You'll find that it is all Rooted into Spiritual laws Okay All rooted into spiritual laws It's allegory We know snakes don't talk to people. Maybe they did, and if they did, they lost that ability. But what if it's a symbol? What if the tree of knowledge of good and evil, what if it's a symbol? Because in our consciousness, it's definitely a symbol because physically, we don't have those experiences when we go to the zoo and snakes start talking to us and walking down the street and the trees are talking to us. So in our perception, it has to be, it serves already as some type of symbol because we don't experience it in this. So, (laughs) There's so much stuff in here that I, I, I want to hit on, that I really want to hit on to deal with this um this little spiritual phenomenon of it and whatnot. But you know, Valentine's Day, you know, the heart. We're about to get into this mode where you're going to see people giving out heart candies and, and cards. And, you know, I love you with all my heart. You don't hear this. I'm on this one. I love you with all my heart, right? And got nice chocolate laid out with the heart shape on it. And we can really, 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 really say that we love. Right? Okay? Follow me here. And we say we love. Where is love? Well, love is in the heart. You say, point to yourself. You would not, how about a 10, you would point to the center of your chest. You don't point to your brain. You won't point to your stomach. You won't point. To your see when you say, who are you? Touch yourself. You touch generally around the chest area. Your heart's in the battery, right? But you say, I love you with all my heart, okay? It's keeping you alive. And so, well, do you know the function of the human heart? Do you know the anatomy of it? What makes it? What is its physical composition? How many chambers do it have? Does the left side and right side, is it even split? If it is, what is the different functions, if there are any functions, different functions rather? What's going on in the human heart? How is the heartbeat even generated? And most of us can honestly say we don't know. Now, I raise a question, and this is only a logical question. If you say that I love you with my heart, and heart and love resides here, but I don't know how my heart operates, that's 50-50 here, can we really say we know what love is? Hear me close on this. Love has vibrations. You are a cosmic piece of light on the wheel. So love has light vibrations. Which light is pleasant to your eye is called, ooh, you're beautiful. You look good. What's your name? Light that's pleasing to the eyes. Energy that's pleasing to the eye, to the senses. But something happens called what we call time patterns. Get to see the real person for who they are. This person ain't nothing no more. They don't do this to me like they used to do. The sizzle is dying down, and, you know, so on and so on. What happened? In the beginning, it was all so good. It's all so passionate. all so love. You see? You can count and look at how many people that you're in love with I said we were in love with and didn't foresee the breakup. Now do it mean that you didn't lot the person? Of course not. You're always doing your best at any situation in your life because you made a decision at that point in time for whatever reason that you saw fit to best solve the situation. You're always giving your best. You can look back at it and analyze and say, I should have did it different. Even though I knew that was better, it was still something that had to have the experience. And you chose that decision. Don't look at that and that's taboo. That's the bad part of the psyche and the ego that's dangerous because if you look at it like it's a horrible experience, you will remember it like a horrible experience. And you can recall that horrible experience up by thought alone and put your body back into the state that it was in in the original setting, the time of the incident. Okay? Remember, it was all good. Because your mind, your mind says, listen, I have to have this experience. I'm going to store it as a memory for you. And if it shall pop up in your future reality, you should be able to identify the signs and symptoms, the smell, the same conversation, same behavior, same environment. You should have these little cues now. Call memory that's going to come up and say, hey, if you do it, you can experience that again. And unless you want to repeat it again, you can make that choice to engage. That's okay, too. But if you don't want to have these unexpected experiences, then you have to change your perception of the experience. And we can go deeper in the sense, well, I really don't want to have it. In that sense, how do we really start to tune in on our ultimate, ultimate manifestation? And that's you at your supreme point of happiness. That's you with all your goals accomplished. How do we really get there as we're spiraling around the sun? So these frequencies. We know the energy, these frequencies that we have, these 12 that you see on your wall clock, these 12 frequencies. Some combined better. Water and earth flows. Water nurtures the earth. Fire is stimulated by air. Air does something to the earth. When you blow the earth, mix get a cold response. Elements intermingle. Obviously, we know we elements and chemicals. That's all chemicals are. We know that. We got so many chemicals in the body. There's there's not a known name for them yet, and they they haven't even been recorded. Anyhow, science can tell you you got another DNA in your body to go from here to the sun, approximately ninety three million miles away. Over four hundred times. It's a lot of information. The information of the universe. It's spiraling too. It's looking like the Milky Way galaxy. DNA helix, right? So it's moving. Right? When we look at these elements and these perceptions of love, okay? Because the way somebody else loves, guess what? The way somebody else loves, you may not like it. But somebody else loves it. In fact the person that loves that we think is perfect. You find two people who have the same perception, idea of this expression of love and they like it, then it's love for them. So then you don't have to study anything. You don't have to do that. You can just make your mind up of what you want to experience. And have the experience. And let experience be the teacher. Let experience be the teacher. And then when it teaches you some things that you necessarily didn't foresee in the beginning, right? Then be able to define what happened and, and and gain an understanding of what happened. And that's the best thing that we could ever do. Because we are allowing That Holy Spirit inside of you to live in the time where there is no time. It's nothing that you're trying to necessarily measure. That's something that you're trying to figure out. It's within you, and you're just being it. And it's all pursuing it. Nike, to me, has the code of the universe. The code of the universe is called just do it. You think about it. You know what it is. Already identified. You know it. You know what you want to do. you know what you want to experience. But we have to understand personality types people who we have in our circumference, our circle. And that's your daily interaction. I want you to learn how to develop um, your own elemental makeup. Meaning, you know, walk yourself through this process. I want you to go to astro.com. com I want you to create a free account yourself. I want you name your birthday. And I want you to hey, show the chart. Now, don't worry about what all the lines mean. That's best. Don't, don't even... Don't dare even try to get into that, shall I say. Not, not initially. Not initially. That's not the focus. The focus is... The focus is... Look at the bottom right corner below the wheel. You're going to see a grid, a box. And it's a three-by-four box, three across, four down. And at the top of three across, it'll say C, S, M, okay? First box, second box, third box. And then down, it's going to say W, fire, air, earth, water, Okay. Now we get into the elemental aspect. Now, only thing you have to do is look at the horizontal row going down, and we're looking at when well, I say the horizontal row because when you look at the fire row going across, you're going to see how many uh, planets are in the fire sign, and then same with the with the next element, air. So you want to look at the elemental column, okay? And when you look at the elemental column. I want you just to add it up individually. Add it up. Now, you see something called AC and MC, because if you're going to count those, I would definitely argue that you uh, add their counterparts, which is not mentioned, and their counterparts is always in the sign opposite in the opposite element, and it's not on there. So don't put AC <clears throat> and don't put um, your MC. Just look at the plants. Into an elemental makeup of yourself. Okay, so then you got you know have fire, air, earth, water, and I want you to note your strongest element. Note that because this is your elemental expression, and I immediately want you to look at the element that is deficient, that doesn't have that has the least amount of planets in it. The element that has the least amount of planets because that's the element that you need to fix your consciousness on for balance. Alright, that's so the that's the element that can give you the balance. Huh? <clears throat> so Once we get the elements down, we got our, our our element that deals with the majority of who we are, the element that we lack, we immediately want to fix our consciousness upon the activity and psychology of the element. So fire is, is the heart. Fire is thinking. Fire is being very creative. You know, air is thinking. Fire is definitely thinking too because it's a very creative process. The Kabbalistic aspect is the divine world is the element that sparked the scientists called the Big Bang everything into existence. I disagree with that because in order to have a Big Bang, I want to go to pre Big Bang. That means something was going on to make a bang. But anyway, if it's going to be fire, we want to look at that aspect. We're fine, no problem. I see that as burning the egg. That's the real Big Bang right there, called conception. So, anyway. anyway. All right. so fire is very creative. Up active. Alright? This is the this is the initiator. There's absolutely no way that you play the background and you chill and not focusing on your creativity and really pursuing that with a lot of vigor when you fire. Air ideas all day. Stand ahead. Stand ahead. Alright? These are the scripture writers. These are the program writers. Okay? The codes that make up the computer screens and the light waves and the sound waves we communicate on. Huh? Earth stable. Now the earth's more grounded. Also have the ability to make things manifest in this physical reality. Everybody needs an earth avatar somewhere. You have to have an earth element in your life. Those are the things. That usually, when we lack the earth, we lack certain physical things and a lot of physical things. That we lack, or we think we need to have in order to experience happiness, is in our mind. Okay, but this energy has the ability to do it. Get it. Water would deal more with being in the flow. So bring plants in your house if you got the if you got the earth element. Water. Put a waterfall in the house. Instead of taking showers, take baths. Get more in tune with prayer, meditation, poetry, softness, a walk in your front lawn. With 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 no shoes and no socks on. More connection. The softness, yeah. Some of the most it's the most beautiful energy there is, yeah. Okay. So just start thinking, look, on the air element, obviously, even incense, how do you get in tune with the element of bringing more air into your life? Social groups. Communicating more. Writing for yourself. Okay. So it's a way that we can get in, we can get we can get balance within ourselves. We have to get balance within ourselves because remember, remember, when we go pull up our our paper, we know that we have a lot of ex, boyfriends and girlfriends that we did not foresee love. We did not foresee the breakup. I, I was in love, right? And we have to ask ourselves. Well, if we are composed of light, water, which is saliva, we physical, earth, I breathe air, we're composed of the elements. We can see it. We can see a fiery process. I want to check your temperature. You're burning up. You're fire. You're over 100. You're a 100 degrees in the mouth. You know? So we definitely are the elements. But could it be our lack of knowledge of ourselves? The same people who we say we love with our heart, but we don't know how the heart functions. We know we made elements, but we don't know what element has the majority makeup, and which one is a little out of balance, and what that can do to the human body, and ultimately to the experiences that I'm having in my life. Is it a coincidence that all, all, all of my exes are more of the fire or air signs? Is that a coincidence? What if it's not a coincidence? Because it's not. It's not. So the more we get in tune, the more we'd be able to foresee we start to develop the quantum vision. this talking to a good friend of mine that may know our g from living alone we're having a conversation on um soulmates and <clears throat> looking at it, and this is what I'm saying. I'm gonna take this position on you, yeah, soulmates, and you have twin flames, right. Now, it seems like Twin Flame would say, well, something much more, and it does say this, it's much more intense than a soulmate. Somehow a soulmate says, you know, anybody can be a soulmate. I said, wow, that's really profound. So that's true because any experience that you have is really experience for your soul. But usually when soulmate was on the scene first, it was this divine connection. And we have to really look at that connection. Because soul may carries the energy of, uh, and twin flame carries the energy of, uh, this once in a lifetime, um, I cannot believe that it's so real, that it is you all my life that I've been looking for. That's an experience for the soul. How can the soul not be affected? So if one says that, well, This one is more of the divine connection, a once-in-a-lifetime connection. Okay, let's let's put this on the timeline. Once-in-a-lifetime connection. Let's put that in the future. Let's draw a regular line. And at the end of the line, we're just going to put the future and we're going to put this once-in-a-lifetime divine connection. Okay? That's an event that is waiting to happen. You and somebody else going to connect? Okay, that's an event. Future event hasn't happened yet. Okay, in your process of getting up to the future, let's say in three years, you're gonna be with you're gonna be with the divine mate, right? All right. In the process, you were dating. You were having experiences with people, right? And we speed it all up, and let's keep the numbers moderately low. In Three years, let's just say maybe three people, one person a year, whatever. Okay, be real moderate. You went through an experience, and you liked the choice that this person presented. So now let's say you met three people in three years. You have to make a decision, and number three is the person that you was going to be with. Why? Because you disliked the way... Number three, flow with you. Why? Right? Why did you like that? Well, because they saw it the same way that I, I see things. on. you know, we don't fight and quarrel over that. We have the same ideas, I and mean, just express life the same. I mean, Our viewpoint on children and education and money and and things is just the same. You know, it makes me laugh. Right? Okay. The things that you like are based off decisions that we make, right? My perception. I like it. I don't want to have it. I don't like it. I don't want you to have it. Decisions that I make. I'm looking for someone who makes similar decisions. Person one didn't. Person two didn't. Person three, I just felt it a little bit more where They make similar decisions. So now it boils down to, okay, then the future event defined based off of who makes the same choices or similar choices? Okay? So choice becomes the determinant factor because you had to make a choice when you had one, two, and three. But one, two, and three also could have had what if two had the personality of three and three no longer had that, and number two is the winner now. What separates him from the other two? The choices. Okay. The choice. And that's why I always start off with, this show always start off with um, the Oracle and the Matrix. You've already made the decision. You're here to understand why. Okay? So, this is not everybody in a sense. If we have to go to this, everybody's definitely a soulmate. Everybody has an interaction with the soul when you have an experience. Okay? Well, we can't get too lost because soulmate did have the connection with someone that was having the same experience as the triple flying or the, or the twin flying. Right? Okay? The only thing that defines that is choice. So now when we're really talking about these same decisions, we're really talking about compatibility. Right? That's what we're really dealing with, compatibility. So you can look at those elemental expressions of yourself and understand yourself first. Okay? Look at your elemental expression, understand your heart first. Then you can look at the other person. And you can see what two energies y'all have independently. Is it fire and air? Fire and earth. Fire you know what's the combination here? You see? And really, 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 and really just observe the nature of the element. It's flow. It's chi. And your temperament. And what's going on in your environment. Or the lack thereof. Okay? That's a nice little homework for yourself on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. We have to correct. Some of us, we're have to. We're going to have to step it up. We're going to have to step it up. Because consciousness demands an experience inside of you. The same one that you say, I know I should have made the other decision. Now, you have to make that decision. I thought, well, really? Because consciousness needs to have that experience and put it away as a memory. How else will the gazelles, how are gazelles being born knowing with the instinct when I eat? I better stop and look up. The instinct is programmed inside you, it's there. You know, all, all, and all other stuff we got going on. And it's kind of messing up our perception here because we don't know our elemental self. Perception is based off of um, my circle, my circle going around the sun, light. That's the perception. You understand what I'm saying? Once I understand the distance, once I understand the angle, of light that you're coming from or where you're born, the energy that you emit, it best determines the flow. So therefore, light frequency or astrology light has a relationship or has a different attitude based off of the angle that it travels. Okay? From one point to the next point. So case in point, when you look at a square, three o'clock, six o'clock, three thirty, and you leave from the number three and you go into the middle of the wheel and another person leave from the number six and they go, they join together. Bam, they meet. Well look like they're going in different directions. One is going vertical, one is going horizontal, right? But that's the great square that you stand on when you build because when you look in most rooms you got four corners. Right? So you need that. You need the square the square the corners, make ninety degree angles for physical edifices. Right? You need that. <clears throat> All right. So then it's a classic um it's a classic yin yang thing. Right? Let's look at nine and six, nine thirty. Jay Z and Beyonce. Perfect. Perfect. It's a square, but it turned a square into how you square up this reality. How male and female come together and square up this reality. They square each other. So it's they, they they don't get along. You can say speculate all we want to. They're not divorced, they're happy, they have issues, they make more money about it and you know that everything's good obviously there's other attracting forces as well. Alright. So how much time I got left? I'm gonna you for a constant real fast called Cosmo Sutra. Alright? In the very near future, which is going to be November. Alright. That's not far. November of this year. Eleven eleven if I'm not mistaken. It's going to be the new moon in Scorpio. It's going to be a new course or called Cosmo Sutra. This is about an 18-month to a 24-month, so a year-and-a-half, two-year journey in which we got to stop playing and we got to go inside the body. I'm going to have a mystical experience. See, you, you, when I say mystical experience, you're able to physically live off the Scripture, as me or the Prime Minister, uh, Minister Jew will say. Live out the Scripture. Live out the Scripture. When you go to a serpent man and then a the serpent is missing, and you go into the scripture, see Moses in the book of scripture. When 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 you go to a summer solstice and you in Memphis and you are in front of the statue Ramses, and then later on in another time, a future time, a future time, you will see uh, a Charles Ramsey in, in Ohio kicking the door with somebody named Angel, and and one of the girls in their name is Michelle as in Michael. But you just say one is actually prophesying and telling the people that the Archangel Michael was here when you saw uh, Eric Gardner and Mike Brown. Certain experiences will start to become alive and within you. Because you wrote it for yourself. You write your you're writing your destiny, you're writing your your destiny right now. Destiny is not something that's hardwired. Destiny is a choice. You're going out tonight, it's Friday night. Turn up. Valentine's Day weekend, what you doing? You going out? No, we're going, to, we're going to fall back in. We're going to build. What you want to do? Right? It's a choice. So destiny is defined by choice, just like the twin flame soulmate future event, this grand utopia. That's defined by choice. You can actually get to your three-year mark and say, no, ah, no, nah, nah, I'd rather be with myself. For the rest of my days, I'm working on disappearing and turning into thin light in a world like Elijah. Choice. Okay? So, along this journey, and when you hear suture, I not know automatically you think sexy, right? You're supposed to think sexy. Sexy's great. Right? Sex is powerful. It's loving. But we have to develop a thorough understanding of it, a very thorough understanding of self, in order to get to that center. Do we again know how the heart works? Do we know the basic flow of our brain? You know its basic capacities or what it does, its basic function, just the basic function. Ain't gotta be a neuroscientist. They ain't gotta really, you know, dissect the cells and know the name of the cells, they they lifetime. Then we just even know the basic function. How many lobes do we have? What is the difference in the lobe activity? And then they say like, well, you got three kind of different brains. Four lobes but three different types of brains. Okay, well, what are these three different brain types? And you go in there and and, and you find out where memory is, is located at. Wow, that's a beautiful thing. You find out what memory is located at in your brain. You find out about some other cool glands, pineal gland, hypothalamus, and you find out glands start to secrete some chemicals, happy chemicals, serotonin. So you feeling serious about some things, and you know you up for the day. You uh, know, oxytocin, the love bond chemical, is being released from a uh, from from a portion of the section in your brain. Where? Where, if we don't know how the mind works, can we say we it's our mind that we using? Because when we when we go back and we look at look at it and we look at this list that we have, it was like, wait a minute, maybe we broke up because I don't know how my heart functions as a human being, as a consciousness that's walking around with one as doing something for me, is actually keeping me alive. You know, I know that, and I know without it I die, but I don't know how it functions. And it's five, they got feelings. Wanna talk about you hurt somebody, hurt your feelings, and you hurt somebody no, you hurt your heart's feelings. Because you can't even explain how the heart works. It's doing a job for you every day, no question. Okay, boss, I'll do it. You ready to go? You wanna run, I'll start beating faster. You wanna slow down, I'll be slower. I I'll take in this blood with low oxygen. I'll put it over here where it needs to go so some fresh one can come back in and keep you alive, sir. Ma'am. It's the heart. You know what we're thinking about, how it produces stuff, where it's located at, where the memory's at, The chemicals get created in the body, the process that, that that we go through. And then when we say, oh, why was that with that person? And I was out my mind. I lost my mind. Oh, he just messed up. So I lost my mind in there. We talk about this losing of the mind and out of the mind. The mind is the universal all. And we don't know that. So, yeah, we'd be out of our mind. Okay. We gotta know these functions because these things, this is like thereof, may be the subconscious programs that's running. We're not consciously aware of who we are, but well, we can explain our function. We gotta be able to explain our function. And that, and and that's why them guys and gals wrote know thyself over those walls. Anywhere you go into any temple before you go in, that's what you gonna see. Know thyself, right? Know yourself. Now I know this gonna sound foreign. Like, well, how can that make things better? Man, I really can't paint it any clearer. <laughs> is 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 it, is it is it is it is it working for you right now? In a sense, of where you going, where you journeying to, inwardly. You gotta know this process called the human soul, that part of you that when you go to sleep, you go off and you have this experience, and we're not conscious that we're going to have that experience when we go to sleep. In other words, when you lay down at night, and you do you know where you, what you're going to be doing in your dream? Can you say that for sure? And once you can, oh, that's very nice. That's a nice place to be a very nice place to be. They call it lucid dreaming. You're very aware, right, of the dream. But when you lay down, do you know you want to have that experience? So that's a part of us that is educating us and taking us on a journey that we always got to be in tune with, always got to be in tune with. That's your soul. They call him the Ka in Egypt, the one who had his hands up. Right, wandering around at night. Judaism they call it the nefesh. Three parts of the soul. The lowest part of the soul wanders at night. They go get a charge. They go get an experience. And you wake up, and you can physically have you physically have the experience. Trust me, your cells and everything was secreting and doing and doing. They was doing what they do. They're doing their work. they was responding to you. This is an intelligent process that we have to know about ourselves. This ain't about the love and the sex aspect. You get there when you truly know yourself. So go on a journey to self. the mind, the heart, get into the endocrine system, the chemical system, the same portions of the brain that's secreting chemicals. Like, do you know? Man, his, like, do you know? Okay, we say in medical astrology, we say kidneys is ruled by Libra. Okay, this is a fact we say this in medical astrology the scales. this is relationships, and your kidneys you got two of them one on the left one on the right, and it's like man and woman right inside of you this balance and when people get stressed out, usually they have kidney failure and then they have to get you know they can have diabetes and next thing you know you know you know the kidney the kidney's gone, but the kidneys is going out because the adrenal gland sits on top of them, and they 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 Make adrenaline. They make chemicals. It receives the signal from somewhere, which we get into. You need to know where is that signal coming from. Ultimately, your mind, your brain. Okay. sends this signal, the adrenal glands receive this signal and say, okay, this is the chemical you need. Call you stress. You need to, you need to, you need to fight. You need to run. You need to strengthen up. What you need to do. You need to create this chemicals. It's on top of the kidneys. So the kidneys start to develop these receptor sites for stress take it in because the body is that smart and loves you that much. Okay, you want to be under stress? I'll tell you what I'll This is a little too much I'll create some more daughter cells. Uh, I'll call them myself to be able to take in this stress. So then guess what? The, since they're designed to take in stress, stress is their food. What happens when you're not stressed? What do you think they're saying? I'm hungry. They're looking up at you. Hey, I'm hungry. And that translates to, you remember, you remember when you walked in and you found out that they cheated on you? Remember that? You know what you should do. How dare they cheat on you? You know, that's what that's called. It's called a memory. And this is serious business. Serious business. Okay? So we gotta start knowing that process we we know that once we know where the control center is, the cockpit is of our reality. understand that you are in a fighter jet. the fighter jet is your eyes that's your spaceship that's your consciousness in which you view this entire reality with your with your eyes, with your visual okay you need to know that's the command center. You need to be aware of your thoughts. You need to get on. Listen, go to. Listen, I'm telling you. Go to my astrology coach. Go to the store tab, to the CDs, and get the download. I have to email it to you to download, but get Saturn 360, the Psalms of Saturn, rather. The CD, the Psalms of Saturn. Minister Juice says something that is like. Listen, we don't really understand what we progress into. Ladies and gentlemen, two thousand years we'd be in another age. We'd be in the age of Capricorn, where Saturn have its total dominion. We're in Aquarius now, enlightenment, but Saturn represents government. Capricorn's government. Big success. What is that gonna look like from this previous age from us right here and now? Most importantly, what if, since you're having this experience right now on Earth, what if you're gonna have that experience two thousand years in the future? Meaning, you're gonna come back. You wanna be back still, trying to figure out love. You have to do it all over again because you 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 definitely gain amnesia when you come back. You forget things. You have to grow and develop. You don't know how to walk yet. Just poor little creatures. If our moms weren't around, we would just die. Like we don't come out running with the herd. Going straight to family, can't do nothing but sit there and wander and be in a certain state of consciousness. Think about that infant, that newborn. Always sleep, always, always down in theta state consciousness. Always back home, different dimension. And then as we get older, we start to be more awakened, Inside of this physical reality, we start to slow down and not spend as much time back home in the dream world where time and space don't exist. You know how dreams be. You're in the park the next minute. You're at the mall. It just morphs. Reality morphs. There is no time lapse unless you're bringing your 3D senses from this reality into your dream. So when you're trying to run, you feel like you can't run because your body has been programmed. To, to, to achieve that a certain way. Some of us don't have that issue and you can you move around, you see? So there is, let's call it a seen world and an unseen world, That when we go to a certain state of consciousness, dream world, meditation, we start to have a, let's call it an alternate reality, similar to a dream, okay? So we have this alternate reality that's going on. All right. Anyway, y'all, uh, we got to be, just got to get aware with that. Get aware with the system of the body. Your lungs, you say what you want to say with the heart, is the love is. Let me say something. If the lungs didn't give the heart fresh blood, oxygen-rich blood, the heart, the heart really won't even be employed. The lungs is breathing, is where it's at. Because breathing determines the of consciousness. You breathe hard when your energy rises and you say you're doing physical things, right? Or you can slow it down when you go to sleep and have a different conscious experience. So the divine holy breath, the holy ruach, the spirit, the animating force inside of you air, what we call chi, is the animating force. What do you say? Well, it goes through a process inside of the human body, right? Call it the respiratory system. Okay, then we can get down into the sexual organ and really understanding the power of creation. Once you know how your mind works, once you know what memory is, once you know where negative emotional memories are, once you know how to override them, because you ain't going to never get rid of the memory unless you get some form of amnesia. The majority of us won't get that. So now you must consciously work past that. See, and you're gonna overcome it. Part of the reason why you're here and doing it and have the experience, you're gonna overcome it. You got do is change the perception of it. we talk about that in detail. But change the perception of it. So once we know and understand the divine power that we have inside of us, we have the power to to populate you can populate the entire United States population. When we look at when we look at seed, what we call sperm. And look at the eggs that have the ability that does it, that manifests that. That's a lot of power to have 200 to 500 million sperm alive inside of you as a man. As a man. You can take one sperm dropping, healthy sperm dropping, and if each potential, because it's alive, if each potential made it to a physical baby, you will have more than the population of the United States in one moment, in which you can have that moment multiple multiple times in one day. It's a lot of power. But look at the life force that's inside of you as a man and as a woman, this intelligence that's able to take light and molded and it according to your will. We just call it fetal development. But the, the fetus must adapt to your womb, must adapt to what you're feeding, how you're breathing, what you're thinking about. Most importantly, what you're thinking about. I'm going to say that again. Most importantly, what you're thinking about. Okay? So there's a divine, call it life force intelligence that is taking place here. This is where we transfer light energy at this point. But can I can I transfer you should I transfer you light energy when I don't know where in my brain past emotions are. The things that limit me, to fear, the anxiety, the shame, the anger, the, you know, whatever it is, betrayal, you know, this pursuit for love. I don't know that. I don't know that. We almost don't deserve the right to mingle. Everything happens for a reason, so you can be either unconscious or conscious about it and that's the thing; both realities are created from us, no matter what the unconscious event is your frustration that you have denied or that you have built up for so long explodes and turns into you know this this powerful event in your life. That you use as the catalyst to make the next step. Or you can choose to go, let's just say, further in the dumps. Consciously, would have made the decision. Then, guess what? Then you wouldn't have the other experience. So, again, it's the blue pill, red pill thing. The, the situation, the choice is already made. So, start making the choice with ourselves. That's where we have to start. We we hear it all the time. Start. Start. Work on yourself. Work on yourself. You know what that really entails? <laughs> it just really entails that we have a basic understanding of human physiology and anatomy. We got that little part down, right, which is really made doing great. Then we can move into cosmic forces because we're made of that, too, and we can start to look outside of ourselves. Once we know that we hold, once we know that, hey, I got that earth element in my life right now, I got that, that element that I was a little deficient in, I'm working on, I'm balanced now. I know what that is. You understand what I'm saying? I know my conscious self, all right? As on the Saturn and say, I'm aware of my karma by being aware of my thoughts. Once I'm aware of my thoughts, I have the option to make a choice or not, mean physical action or how I respond to the thought, a physical action. So once we start there, we get into the cosmic forces. Then we move into the correct application, the correct knowledge of male-female sexual energy. Because at this point, you, you cosmically know who you are. You know who you are. You know. Very aware of who you are. You done studied yourself for a good seven months at this point. Then you went to cosmic forces. Look at the blood types. The blood types. We're going in that. Look, the blood types could be what is it? A, B, A, B, and O. Four types could correspond to the four elements. You think that's a coincidence? It's not a coincidence. Well, the frequencies. See, my initiation, one of my initiations was um, I helped bring a vessel of soul into this reality, one of my sons, who got sickle cell. Because his mom got sick. She got a hemoglobin uh, trait, and I got trait. Didn't even know I had trait, right? Parents don't. Well, no, they didn't tell me. I had to tell them. So two traits make sickle cell, right? Red blood cells take on the form of a sickle shape, right? Like a crescent moon. So if I had a knowledge of me having trait and she has trait, I say, hey, wait a minute, we can, if we create a child, then you automatically know that that, that could be sickle so, cell. So. Sure enough, that's the reality. But God bless us because he don't have severe attacks. He don't even have really his his attacks or his his thing. His in some years nothing, absolutely nothing. And then one year he may have two. And they don't be severe and crippling like that. It, it just be, you know, he just got a little he got a little pain. And so he taught him real early how to get past that proper nutrition and things that way and thinking and meditation and whatnot because that's my son that's from uh, his mom's from Thailand. So he got he has the Buddha blood in him, all right. And, and and see that's something. <laughs> you got we gotta look at that whole thing because again we gotta understand the cosmic force when they two come together and they create this one, so when this two become three in a sense. All right. But balling, just hit him up yesterday, report card, super off the chain. Doing his thing 'cause they're going for the early um, the early driver's license. You know what I mean? You gotta keep the grades up in order to, to have that privilege and whatnot, so definitely crushing it. And it's been a great experience, so I could have made a choice of not to impregnate because of that lack of knowledge, or I can actually have that experience, which was later in my life. When I had that experience, it's going to make me have to figure out um, the body, what's going on, what is sickle cell, what is health, basically. You know what I'm saying? What the hell is life at this particular point, to be honest, you know? So you have to figure these things out, and the sins you want to mention, because I had an unconscious act of sex, not knowing what I could create because I didn't go inside or we didn't decide to come together purposely to create a child, and this child has a certain intent because we can measure when a child's going to be born. We had this unconscious act. It produced greatness without a shadow of a doubt, produced intelligence and whatnot. Um, So you see what I'm saying? It it will be my perception of of what's going on. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to give you a real-life story, a real-life story about the power of perception um, and how it can be used and whatnot. Um, and I say this again, I love sharing the story because it's just a real testimony, something that I see, another calling. So um, my mom cheated on my pops, right? <laughs> and I love telling the story because it's just real. It's just real. And because it's different, it's always the other way around. Now, I, you know, and, and yes, I will easily admit it's nice to see it the other way around because it gives us a different perspective to understand this journey called life and love. Okay? Now, this was in the early 80s. All right, I told him to scoop. I was a youngster. I was in first grade, my first grade uh, summer going to the second grade. I told him, I was just saying, hey, I don't remember telling him, but I told him I was talking about mommy friends coming over and whatnot, you know. So that put him on point, and he divorced after that. Now, this was in the early 80s, all right. Speed up now, all right. Um, right now, over 30-plus years later, all right, uh, he's having some kidney issues, Right. And had been had for a minute. But remember my my grandmother, his mother, she died of diabetes. Both of the legs were cut off, right? So and they and the doctors tell them when the first boy usually gets sick, and that's him. So, you know, he would say, you uh, know, Mama got it her side, even in daddy's family, you know, just born this way. Right? It's a reality that he accept that. Even he accepted that reality before he was even diagnosed with it because he was told about it when he didn't have diabetes that, you know, it's likely that family members get it. That's how we're taught. It comes past through the genetics. And that's true. It's there, but something must signal it to awaken and and come out and, and activate itself. It needs a signal. It has to. Something tells it to do it. Okay, but it's there. It's there in all of us. All of us got blood sugar. You know what I'm saying? Being secreted from the pancreas. We, we all got it. All right? It's the levels of it, the chemistry of it, your internal chemistry of what's going on determines, okay, we can call that diabetes when this is too much and this is too less. You see what I'm saying? But it's there. But something has to signal that that imbalance. Okay? So anyway, again, Libra dealing with the kidneys. Kidneys is relationships and marriage, and this is over 37 years later. And he feels like the reason why he uh, is having the experience is because he is because of stress. My mom, you, me. At one point, of course, I'm the guy who you know dropped out of high school because it was incredibly boring to me. I had other things to do. But what did you expect as a young kid? He was the one that told me, "Hey, racism exists in the in the in the job market. That's the new racism. That's where it's at now." So you gotta be smart and you gotta watch out. You see what I'm saying? Put me up on that. I took roost through ninth grade, like, you know, really understanding the historical aspect of what was going on. Like there was a line, you know, drawn. You know, he, he you know, he was, he born in the fifties, late fifties. So therefore when he grew up, he grew up as a little kid understanding the civil rights era and whatnot. That was a reality. All right. So he just put me up on game on that. Okay. Bom, so I understood the chessboard, black and white pieces here. All right. So of course I added to stress because I rebelled. I wasn't going in a normal structure. I had to go off in the world and find me. And the choices that I made back then, which were the best choices, because I wanted to make them, I knew that doing certain things would get me uh, money and help me survive and do what I needed to do because I wanted to have the experience. I had to have it because now it's got me to the point of where I'm at right now. So all of our decisions were decisions that we absolutely had to make to understand the present moment called the now. You have to learn from those experiences. So he has an experience that why would he attract something like that, right? But if it's been 30-something years later and you're still harvesting that, obviously, obviously, we really have to start to examine why. Maybe, maybe, maybe there's a part of you that understands a word called forgiveness, and you probably can define it, but if you say, "Have you done it yet?" Can you honestly say you have? If you haven't, well, no, I ain't, I ain't forgave. That was messed up. I was working hard, working two jobs, working on cars on the weekend, so it's like I had three jobs, trying to get us from here to a nicer place to stay. And she cheated on me while I was at work. I haven't forgave. Always wanted to raise you in the best environment possible, suburban Minnesota, by the way, because he likes nature too. And I would have loved it because I probably would have been, you know, I don't know what that timeline entails, but I would have made something out of it had I went that route. So if you haven't forgave, then you need a lesson in forgiveness because the body says I can't no longer take it. I ain't reducing. I'm not reproducing cells to take this, take take in more stress. I'm maxed out at reproducing, so it's something called downgrade, downgrade regulation now. The cells start to secrete cheaper proteins, cheaper chemicals start to have it. takes more to get stimulated, and at that point, the cell is reaching the point of death and chemical takeover. Based how you are thinking about the past. Very important. You're thinking about the past. So they say, oh, man, this is a sad little day. <laughs> It's dark. And I'm sad to say because, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is in the Egyptian aspect of the judgment scene which deals with love because it is Anubis Ampu who takes your heart and puts it on the scales of justice in the halls of Mayat, right, to understand that, hey, your, your heart must be as light as a feather, all right, a so feather the, is, is, the, is the capstone of where your heart needs to reach or your heart needs to be bridged with your mind. A so feather is something that helps fly. It's the air principle, you see? So it's your mind. Your heart must be bridged with your mind. Very important to understand that because that, that, that doesn't happen and it's called incoherence, okay? It's literally a term. It's an incoherent wave, information that's being sent. So it's a distorted signal called stress, yeah? going into your cells, and your cells just releasing certain chemicals, chemicals back, and then it's this internal battle, right? So the real, the real, the real, the real devil to overcome is this aspect of yourself called your ego that don't want you to learn about your soul. may be a part of you that would be like, I don't want to be stressed. Well, if you don't want to be stressed, you know, why are you going to wake up? And through the course of the day, why are you going to think about something that bothers you? and get mad over it because you're addicted to it. It's all you know. And that's something I had to look at when I came into the understanding. I said, wow, 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 this is a gross state of ignorance, gross state of ignorance, gross state of ignorance. You don't have to remain that way. Have any experience that we want to have, any experience everyone has, one of the best ways to have that experience is is to live from the soul and the heart, and follow your passion, follow your dream, take steps towards it. Don't worry about how it's going to unfold. You already know it's built into you. you God programmed everything with this innate nature to understand its its way of survival. It's just a choice on how you're going to do it but you already got it in your mind what you want. Pursue it every day. Every day. Every day. And pursue that knowledge of yourself every day for your ability. Cause you start to have some phenomenal experiences once you take the time out to observe yourself observing yourself. That's what you're doing. You're stepping outside of yourself. And you're watching. You know those times with like a special lights and show up in your reality. You know. That 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 X that you went to go buy was originally a twenty giga, but when you got there it was a one twenty because for some strange reason the door kept opening and closing on your original one. So I'm just gonna give you this one the last day or the day Mercury goes direct Start to have some Very Very special Communication that's coming back From the divine source Communicating with you We have to stop going outside So much of ourselves And looking at the, the external Mysteries, that's good, the cosmic forces The solar system, that's great But you gotta bring it in always got to bring it in, because when you're forever jumping around from the Zodiac, to, you can go to law and nationality, you can go over to health, you can go to finance and commerce, you can get into different group, different spiritual practices, change your health up, a new relationship or change the relationship, um, you know, new money opportunity. You, we go through these areas of life of the Zodiac will, Right. These are all choices. Those are all choices. And all of that is outside of ourselves. So we get caught up in that loop of being outside of ourselves in the physical form and it's like, oh I gotta hurry up and get home, I gotta get ready for tomorrow and do it all all again the next day, you gotta stop, you gotta take care of children, you gotta stop, you gotta love, you gotta learn at the same time, you gotta go to work, you gotta go get gas, you gotta, you know, stuff going on. <laughs> you know the stuff that goes on. Right? Where it looked like you don't have time for yourself Because in this society you get God on Sunday. It may be Wednesday for Bible study, okay? But your your major day is gonna be Sunday. You're gonna get one day of God in your consciousness and the rest is going to be work. Okay. That that's part of the problem and your part that is the major problem in the Western world. Right? Because it miseducates you to educate and educates a a class, of society uh, 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 what we would just call left brain. It's a left brain model, and left brain is good for war and conquering, and and being in the mode of survival and how to and, and how to and how to survive in survival. But it's not it's not the other portion. It's not the right hemisphere of the brain. Universal love. It's not Denmark where you have free college education and free health care, although you pay sixty percent of your earnings into taxes which may not be a bad idea because the establishments for the things of higher learning and and things to study and things to pursue and things that you're guaranteed to have just as a developing, growing human spiritual being is already ensured by the conscience of the people because the people, the government itself wants to see you in your highest form of expression of love, like in the country of Bhutan. Look into that. Well, it's not about a gross domestic product. It's a gross domestic happiness. What makes you happy? And when you look at the statue, we can be powerful as a people, but we lack the connection of understanding holistic thinking and love on this side in the West. You understand? So there's a great transformation that takes place when you understand the Egyptian story. And this is what I'm saying about the work. But if you're closely connected with us with the work not join the mailing list. We're going to do a presentation. I'm going to do it for free. I'm going to do a presentation showing you some major connections, and we'll let you know when that's going to be. Showing you some major connections to how these biblical stories will literally line up to you and I synchronizing our mind at the power of equinoxes and solstice. And to so say, well, that's being a witch. And listen, you are getting you are in tune with your cosmic environment. Call it what you want to call it. You can say that because I'm just going to come back and say, well, if you believe a book you believe in, what, what, what book lights your spiritual fire? If you don't have a book and you don't think, then sometimes you're an atheist. But most people don't want to be termed that. And most people got a book of reference. Well, all the books of reference is talking about a star, a stellar consciousness, Christianity, Islam, the logo, everything. Don't even go into Asia and in India. That's, that's automatic cosmic. Automatic. automatic. I'm at it. Greece had it with mythology. Rome had it with mythology. Egyptians definitely had it. Got it. So it's about being in sync with your cosmic flow. Being in sync with your cosmic flow. All right. So, look at your elemental makeup. I want to give you another thing that deals with this thing because there's a way for you to determine
1: a little bit more in
0: depth about these connections that you have with people. But I want you all to email us at um, networkmyastrologycoach.com. And also, if you have any great astral questions on this elemental aspect, I want you all to email Adrian at myastrologycoach. It's A D R I E N N E. Adrian at myastrologycoach. All right, and we uh, definitely will get those questions answered for you and whatnot. So I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to take you on this westerly course that is talked about in the Egyptian uh, phenomenon and this later talked about in the Masonic phenomenon, which has its foundations over here. And, you know, well, we say it has a strong foundation in the United States, you know, And um, bear with me, because I'm an Aquarian mind, so I I jump everywhere, but certain things that just come from spirit, I want you to get, you got to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And we understand that um, the whole Masonic thing, uh, it was never about no Illuminati (laughs) trying to do something to you Masonically. That was actually created to get, to shock your senses and initiate you into a very basic order of fraternity and brotherhood and sisterhood, something that the community so desperately needs. It lacks that, and I shoot you over whatever. You looking at you stepped on my jays, whatever. I'm about that, whatever. How you want it? Like, like that's the mindset of, of the hood. You know, you understand? And and we absolutely need, and we have it. That's the thing. We have it when we cooked up, you know. But we absolutely need um, a structure, a model. Um, that knows how to interact with society and economics and gain contracts and put things in neighborhoods and make sure you get old folks home, uh, elderly home, shall we say, and, um, you know, take care of the elderly. You know what I'm saying? Take care of the widows as well. What's nothing with that? I don't want to hear nothing. Masonry? Let me tell you something. Masonry is really in a lot of cash on the street. But a mere fact that let, let a brother die and – you're obligated by obligation to make sure that you can um, take care of his uh, widow by sending her something, some form of communication, some type of help. You understand what I'm saying? That's for life. She's a vet. You understand? So that whole thing was really creative for us to wake up. And for the brothers that be listening, may have even thought about it, understanding you what know, was with, with this mystery and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah, legend goes we initiated some people. Why wouldn't we? If we knew the future, we initiated some people. But the main thing is the spirit the spirit, the idea that gave a certain group of people, um, the idea of creating masonry. As you know there's only one Masonic body over here in the United States. At one time the York right, the Scottish right came later. Same time around a lot of wars were popping off. Especially the Barbary Wars when he war was going to war with Africa and whatnot. You understand what I'm saying? So something that was to come in and help square your reality up. You understand? And start learning a little bit of mysticism, just a little bit, a little bit, secret handshakes. And we have women who are Eastern stars, who we know they are. What Eastern star is? What star in the east are we referring to when we refer to this woman? You understand what I'm saying? Who understands? She has a stellar knowledge. Stellar knowledge. Her existence It's very important Uh Can't stress it enough Man, because Man, we we live by certain books And got certain beliefs But we got to delve into the mysteries Of what's really in there And bring that thing down And activate it And live in that spirit And your ultimate truth Live in that spirit in that spirit Happy Valentine's Day I know we didn't Went over I thought I was Been rambling But it's something I just wanted to tell you Just give you a mixture Of some things To think about Like I said This is a new course That's coming On Cosmo Sutra It's going to take You outside of the body And then I throw it And I'm very Iranian I know I am Very Iranian And on purpose You know This is this is for um, This is for you And you know Who you are At this moment At this, at this junction In space And time You can resonate with it and you know what it is and what needs to take place inside of us, inside of you. your greatness and watch it. Watch all these correspondents come back and point to you. The divine signs before the physical event happens. I shared this on the conference call. I was on the phone with Minister Jones telling him about Archangel Michael. And uh, a certain point of concentration. And you know, if you're real, if you understand fixed stars, fixed stars, there's a star called Aldebaran, And um, this star is the Archangel Michael. And it's in about 26 degrees Taurus, right? So this is the money constellation, right? Now... As I explained, that uh, Michael, uh, the four archangels, is the only one who would come within the zodiac wheel and say he wanted to govern a specific five degrees of of space. So if we got three hundred sixty degrees of space. Michael rules Taurus, but something called the quintessence, where there's an angel that's assigned to every four degrees, every five degrees, so zero to four, and then five to nine, ten to fourteen, and you know, you know, and so forth. So Michael steps down from his arch post, and then he also embodies a certain area of space in Aquarius, which of course I'm aquarian, so therefore there it is, but not so and i'm in that I'm in that special four degrees of space, well the other art does that, so we promise to do this. Michael, and he lets you know Michael Energy is aware when it's coming and show you when used these stories like Mike Brown was really a call from the ancestors and the Archangel Michael coming through because somebody uh, got an idea to spray Mike Brown's tombstone with something that says Star Power Prayers. Well, how is you Star Power Prayers? Literally, is on his memorial and his vigil that was on the street where he died at. So you got to look to the stars for the power, Mike Brown telling about Michael and showing you this thing. So I was telling him about uh, Michael and the connection to the finances when he rose tours as a six star. And um, so I was telling him that in the moment he was in the store, and, uh, and his man had said, man, Michael mad at you. And he was like, man, why? He was like, because you didn't come to work the other day. You didn't come to work yesterday, and you had his check. Now that was the day that Chicago had that major blast of snow. All right, he didn't go to work that day, and he held Michael's money up, as I'm telling him about Michael and Torres, this financial thing, and dead on the spot in real time, like real time, dead on the spot, bam, they tell him, and guess who told him? His man Abraham told him, all right? So this is absolutely no, this ain't no corny stuff, man. This ain't no, what a coincidence, it ain't that. This is literally God speaking to you. God will show you miraculous signs when you step to God. If you're in the science aspect, when you step to the quantum field and challenge the field to show you something that you're thinking about. there's much wisdom in Jacob happened to wrestle a man, who some translations say an angel, I see it as man, but he wrestled with man from God and ended up getting a promotion from Jacob to Israel, wrestling with an angel of God. Talking about I have come face-to-face with with God, and I'm going to name this location Peniel. So there was a promotion in him struggling with the force of God. Hmm? Mm See. These things will start these will start to come alive and that's what I want from more than anybody that is love. That is love. Uh, that is love. Uh, telling you different vibrations of love. It has to be. If you want a wheel of light and we emit light straight in a straight line, some of our light is going. you know, we it is it's hitting at certain angles. How do you shine a light ninety degrees away from you without having something in the middle to bend it? Hmm? You take a flashlight, and I need you to shine it at a ninety degree angle. You're gonna to have to have something in the middle to, do, to, to 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 bend it at a ninety. Okay, and that's who we are and when it comes to love. the a love vibration called Venus. Moon is more of your emotional aspect. It's called Venus. That is the bright and morning star. And at certain times of the year, depending on where we are in space, it's the evening star. Like today, Venetian day, Friday, the goddess, Loxy, is the Venus energy, it's Fortuna energy. It's the female money. Go get your hair done. Put your stilettos on, girl. It's that day. Go get your hair cut, bruh. The beauty day. Well, don't you know that wherever that planet was at when you were born tells you how you seek to have harmony in your life via relationships? It's mere location in space and its position in the sky at the time of your birth. It's location in space for constellation that is in. When we look at sunrise, midday, and sunset, the sun was in Aquarius all day, but it took it, it traveled over three different main points throughout the course of the day, okay? It looked like it traveled. So these different positions that it takes through the course of one day, the different positions in, in in the sky, the sunrise, the sunset, these different solar positions are different planetary positions because planets are rising and spinning, too. You can't see them. It's light, it's, they look like stars. They are so far away. It's daytime. You can't see them. Look, the ones you can they look like stars. So their position denotes um how it affects you in this world when deal with your relationship. So now you can look at what element your Venus is in. See, take it back to the beginning. Look at look at look at the element your Venus is in. That tell you how you seek relationships, especially men. Women, you pay attention to what you got Mars in, what element you got Mars in. Just the element. So that and that talks about what kind of warrior, masculine type of energy you would like to draw. You would like to listen Okay, yeah. there's some basic steps that you can take. All right. So make sure y'all are on the mailing list and definitely join us for this equinox and summer solstice. Mount Shasta. I've been there. You ain't never been to Shasta? Never heard of it? Google it. Mount Shasta. All right. That is Lumerian crystal. Uh, it hums. I've been there, sat at the base of the mountain many years ago in meditation, know, uh, it's definitely a major signal. So we there for the summer solstice, Mount Shasta. We be at Oakland. We be in San Francisco. Uh, we'll have a powerful workshop. Me and the prime minister. Mm-hmm. I had workshops showing you some of the latest technology on the human heart and brain, kind of show you what this stuff can really do with, with the science of thoughts and how it manifests in the body and the process of what's going on. All right. Learning how to break that and build, build what we call really coherence, man. And, um, getting to a point, too, I just, just people who got the journal, we got the gratitude journal of success. that, you know, can you imagine, like, literally, let's do something great. Let's have science study us, right? Like, we got so good stuff that we want to show you. Like, when you do a collective meditation, and and you did a collective meditation on a rainbow. And days later, a rainbow appeared. But where it appeared at, it had such significance, you know what I'm saying, to the story. The date that it appeared on matches the time that you talked about when it would happen. And these things start to manifest just like that, the collective consciousness. It's what the Aquarian thing is about, Valentine's Day in the Aquarian age on two fourteen when the sun is in the middle of Aquarius like that, and the moon is in the L roughly. That's when you this is when you're supposed to love humanity. But you gotta love self first. Alright Because remember see Aquarian is highly individualistic. How can it be humanitarian but individualistic at the same time? That makes sense. That's a contradiction. Things for the advancement of the group. You understand? That's the polar opposite is Leo, it's love that has to come in. It's love that you're filled again. That's why the Sphinx is there. And whatnot. Alright. I show you some good stuff, man. I want to tell you about some of all this this is amazing stuff you minutes Minister do we talk about this prior to this show and whatnot. And um you know, I'm i really imagine that, I like, see that, know that you that powerful. Don't actually that powerful. You get the journal, you become. You get an invitation. You get an invitation to attend this collective circle that knows, and this is the thing that knows when the portal opens and when it closes. And when I say that, we have the last two years on record. Now, every major earthquake that was going to possibly strike any political death, any acts of violence, what we would call severe domestic acts, like Boston Marathon bombings and things of that nature. There's an algorithm. There's a pattern to that kind of behavior. It's a portal that opens up. I've been telling people the exact days for the last two years and been known every time. They miss an airplane in Malaysia. I'm telling you, this is the Nostradamus of the 21st century. Clear communication from the God source. I'm telling you all this with absolute clear vision. There's a, there's a certain phenomenon that happens. So we can ride that wave and produce events. Like I said, if you go to the Great Serpent Mount, the serpent ends up missing. Concentrate on a Thunderbird, puja or one of the Equinoxes, I think it was, the Fall Equinox, or maybe 2013. <laughs> Do a meditation on a Thunderbird. And the next thing you know, a video goes viral on the news with this big firebird coming down and grabbing a little kid from the park, but it was a computer animated thing for fun which took the force, took the still came into physical physical imagery, but it was created by film school and film is Neptune with the spirit. At the same time, other Thunderbird activity is going on. Serious Thunderbird activity is going on. Obama's actually headed up to the one of the high schools in Chicago, whose mascot is the Thunderbirds. St. Peter Chanel Catholic Roman Church uh, School in Cleveland, Ohio, closes down or announces that they're going to be closing down. And Michael reveals that story. You understand what I'm saying? And they are the firebirds. At the same time, you're concentrating on the great spirit of the bird that that is the totem for this whole landmass in the United States of America is the Thunderbird. Now the United States government come now you gotta understand this, your ancestors in the spirit force put the United States government, that's a spiritually controlled thing. We just lack the physical understanding and intelligence of how to go in and occupy it and, 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 and activate it into our will. You gotta understand that this government is the one that, that, that raved really and got into stars and stripes, all right, and the and, and, and stars in the corner. 50 stars representing the 50 years The series A and B, the great star, the dog star, the star of offset, ISIS, makes its revolution around each other. Okay, 13 stars and stripes, July 4th. The sun is about 13 degrees Cancer in front of the star of Sirius, the dog star. Okay, this is the north that says, hey, south, we're coming down, you're going gonna to let, let them go, or we're going to kill you because there'll be no slavery here. So we're going to have to go to war. European to European. That's a spirit force. It's no conspiracy. It's a spirit force. understand the stars. Using stars and then grab the totem, the eagle, which we know is a Native American. That's one of our sacred... All all things in creation is sacred. But the eagle is definitely sacred. But we can go to Grandfather Mountain, take the United States flag, induce it to a certain element, do a meditation, and then four days after we come down off the mountaintop you can go look at the story. A bald eagle dies at Grandfather Mountain and called it Isis. So the Native American spiritual total, the eagle, one of them, the eagle here. And then Isis, the Egyptian aspect, Mother Goddess, comes in on the story from the other side. So the, the continents of consciousness are now merging in the, in the physical event called the now. You got an Egyptian story that's playing with coincidence. I go by Ampu, Jew of Gemini. We know that's two is okay. Isis and Ample got a a history together in the mythology, in the cosmic forces. This is something that's written about. Do a meditation on the moon, concentrating on the serpent. Why would you do that? That's retarded. Well, the full moon was in Leo. In Hebrew, the letter Teth looks like a serpent, so we call it the serpent because that's what it looks like. So... When the full moon came in Leo, we concentrated on the full moon and we're sending the serpent from a pineal gland because the pharaohs in Egypt, they used to wear these uh, crowns and they'd have, you know, they have this um, cobra, you know what I mean, coming out of that pineal gland. Sort of like how the East Indians would have a red dot on their forehead, symbolizing spiritual awakening consciousness, sort of like Cyclops and X-Men, talking about the spiritual awakening. So we wanted to send the spiritual signal collectively of a snake going to the moon. And see if that thought can bounce off the moon and, and, and vibrate inside of the invisible field of waves called energy. And then we wanted to see if the gravitational pull of that thought, like a, like a sound wave that's permeating through our house right now, and see if that thought can arrive in the consciousness of somebody. And then they have the experience that represents a serpent. So therefore, it was this couple that was driving in Tennessee, leaving Marrakesh, Tennessee, Marrakesh, Tennessee, and a serpent came out of the windshield, came out of under the hood on the windshield while they was going down the street. And it was Rachel Fisher, and she had three children, and one of her sons, two and a half years old at the time, named was Judah, and this is a white couple, Judah, as in the lion, the Leo for a moon. So you got a serpent missing from the Bronx Zoo when you go to serpent mound. Then you purposely concentrate on the serpent during the serpent's moon, so you got to create your own thing. Native Americans got the wolf moon, the blood moon, the worm moon. Anybody got a serpent moon. So you create your own custom, your spiritual thoughts. Bam. And then it's going to happen in this reality. See what I'm saying? But see, Moses had this thing with the serpent. That That's something that's already written. Something that's already experienced. And what was that couple driving back to? Memphis. The same place when me and Mr. Jew get together, in front of the Ramses Pyramid. Ramsey's statue, a replica of Ramsey, was in front of the Pyramid Complex in Memphis. Memphis is named after Memphis in Egypt, Manasseh. Memphis actually has, for black folks to know Memphis is the first black successful business neighborhood. It wasn't Black Wall Street. It was it was Orange Mound. Look at that, the mound. Jacob was on the mound, the Native American mound. In the story, Jacob and LeBron going through their beef, they met at a mound understand? Those mounds are here. <laughs> Egypt is here. The pyramid of Ramses is here. The statue of Ramses are from the pyramid complex. You can go historically and look at that in the past. That's great. But there's a physical story taking place. Cairo, Egypt, Cairo, Illinois is here. It's here. There's a story unfolding spiritually right here that you have to participate in. You see? So when your concentrated thought gets there, it starts to produce that reality. Well, that's what we have to be in the realm of doing. You have the power to guide the earth to its evolution. The earth is going somewhere. The solar system is going somewhere. The galaxy is going somewhere. If you know what love is, then you have the ability by choice to program the earth to go and vibrate to a certain level of consciousness. We're the caretakers. We're the drivers of the ships. We're like cells inside of the earth or on the earth is equivalent to the cells in your body. Okay, mm-hmm. we gotta get to the point to get that on order to you. want to get with that? Now that's phenomenal. That's that's something you can't go read. Like if you read about that, you read about somebody else doing it, and you read about you read about it in the past. Like you do it, you be a part of creating a new phenomenon with your mind. Be a part of that and document it for yourself. When is science gonna to evolve to the point to, 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 to that point of really understanding that you know, what we think is an invisible field of energy that goes out and interacts with a a a main frame of energy, the universal field or we call it God. And then we draw that we draw that thought back to us and other people pick up on it. Remember back in the day when you used to talk on a uh, um, cordless phone, and your channel wasn't clear, you can hear somebody else's conversation cut into yours. Remember that? See that? That's what's happening. That's what's happening. We got to get in. we into two different realities of wavelength, and then we can make those waves come and materialize in this reality. And it works oh so well when you have a collective force. We didn't produce the rainbow. The great spirits of the animal totals. Every time we 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 get concentrated enough and centered enough, and and, and 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 we just right there in that present moment, as they call it, we in that present moment, the grand signs start to happen. Every single time, every time, from concentrating on birds to come out, they came out. We saw birds come out and, and was squawking and disappeared. I ain't talking about fly out your vision disappear. See them and you blink and they disappeared, a group of us at the great octagon in Newark. But he was observing the 18.6 cycle of the moon in Newark, Ohio, circular uh, uh, mound structures. But Newark is the new ark. Look at it, Newark, new ark. The new Ark of the Covenant is 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 here. Participate. So the way you participate in that is you gotta get the gratitude journal off the website because now you're setting yourself up for success. You're purposely gonna look at yourself and you have to write three hundred and sixty five days journal. You gotta get busy and start writing and being appreciative of the things that's in your life and the things that you wanna get, the things you're gonna get. Yeah, look at yourself. Don't put this work on nobody else. It's that person's fault. She cheated on me all these years ago, 30 years later, my kidneys going out. How dare you? You believe in God? Yeah. Why did God do it to you? I don't know. Did you ever really ask that question? Why God do it to you? Why God? What is it you want me to get in? Well, I believe in you. You allowed it to happen. You knew it was going to happen. So since you knew it was going to happen, then you ordained it to happen because all things happen to you. So we're taught. And I'm okay with that. I need some reason Just understand, the gratitude journal is gonna set you up. Gonna set you up for that's the love, that's the pattern. That's when you be completely honest and thankful for the things, even your challenges. Even if you fall off, all that's important is you get back on your bike and try again, and develop the habit of keep trying again and never giving up. And next thing you know, you're riding that bike. You no longer, you no longer, you no longer stop. You kept getting back up, and that was your pattern. You got up so much, you stayed up. Not got up, got down, and stayed down. Keep getting up. You're starting a process every time you get back up. That's the process. That's the process. Get the journal. Write the journal. And then you're going to look out for Cosmos Sutra. Alright? Get into touch. reflexology, Love points. I'm Chemicals are. Be aware of what, how you feel angry what chemical is that? Where is it in your body? Where in the vital organisms of energy sitting at? Okay. I know that. Especially for our children. yeah gotta raise a bar. I raise a bar. My daughter going on a little Valentine's Day, first grade, dance standing. I'm, I'm like, oh wait, look at this. Oh man It's a beautiful process, one of the most amazing processes I've ever seen, ever seen, ever seen, right? So what I do with my daughter is we, um, our bond is really crazy, was working with anatomy um, of the human heart where you have to write in the,
1: you know, chambers
0: and identify the, you know, parts of the heart. I have a color it, and I have a color to two different sides, different colors because they have two different functions. And I have her demonstrate blood flow. You know, blood flow coming in and going out. Where's it going, and how it come back in, and how it go back out. And I just told, I said, "This is love. You understand?" And me and her, we talk about love all the time. This is love. To know this is love. Cause I don't, I don't like, like, can I say and really think about this? Especially fathers who have daughters right and mm-hmm. and do you really want to allow your daughter to um or my even my daughters you really want your daughter